0: Hello and welcome back to A Century at War. So, today we're talking about Midway, which was a turning point, a major victory and a major defeat, a fight against superior forces in the air and the sea. Decisive code breaking, which are all of these, describe one single battle in the Middle Pacific in early 1942, the Battle of Midway, which many consider to be the turning point in the War of the Pacific. As the Japanese with 162 warships compared to the Americans with only 26 warships. Four carriers against three. And yet even with superior forces, the Japanese lost and the Americans only had two warships sink. the Yorktown and Hammond. So the battle begins without any actual fighting occurring. Because it begins with American code breakers figure out that Midway was the next Japanese target. American intelligence had made a ploy where a target codenamed, which the Japanese had named AE, and they thought it was either Midway or another island. So they said Midway had a broken salination plant. Japanese fell for it. And they said they needed to bring a water tanker to target AE, and that sealed the deal that Midway was AE. So the Americans went full speed ahead with 26 warships including three carriers the Japanese however were coming with four carriers seven battleships 10 cruisers 16 submarines and 40, 45 destroyers 5000 troops and numerous supporting craft the Americans were obviously outnumbered in this case USS Yorktown USS Enterprise and USS Hornet would be the only carriers the Americans had for the, for this battle as Lexington sank at The Battle of the Coral Sea in Saratoga was elsewhere, I believe, Pearl Harbor. All four of the Japanese carriers were at Pearl Harbor, or at least all four Japanese carriers that were taking part in Midway. And those were the Akagi, the Kaga, the Hiryu, and the Soryu. The battle truly started when Japanese planes began bombing the island, hitting the oil tanks in the seaplane hangars. And while these planes were attacking midway, American aircraft were being launched from the Yorktown Enterprise and Hornet. Those aircraft eventually found the Japanese fleet. And at 1026 that day, American SBD Dauntless dive bombers came hurtling out of the sky towards the Kaga, Akagi, and Soryu. The Japanese carrier hangars were covered with planes, munitions, and fuel. And I've heard this... As put as five minutes, I've heard it as 10 minutes. But for the sake of my sanity, we're going to call it the, ten, the five minutes. So within a span of five minutes, American dive bombers under the command of Wade McCluskey and Richard Best attacked the three Japanese carriers and set them up via 500 pound and 200 pound bombs. The SPD was able to sink a carrier within about three bombs if placed in the right way. Kaga, Kaga, and Soryu were at that point, one of the, one was really all you needed. I was, I was actually watching a documentary on the American Heroes channel about Midway, and they had one of the dive bomber pilots that hit the Kaga. I do not remember his name, but he hit the Kaga right dead center in the center where the rising sun was painted on the flight deck. As I've said in, I believe, my episode on Operation Reinabung. Yeah, Japanese were basically painting targets on their uh aircraft carriers. Around no, so around noon on the first day of the battle, planes from the Hiryu found the Yorktown and by following the Yorktown's returning planes, Japanese attacked and heavily damaged the Yorktown so much so that she was on fire and she had a list. She was abandoned soon after she was hit and around 5 hours later, American planes found the Hiryu and sank her. Rear Admiral Yamaguchi chose down to chose to go down with the Hiryu as the Hiryu was scuttled. After all four Japanese carriers were sunk, the Japanese made the decision to withdraw. Without air support, the battleships would have been severely weakened in terms of their fighting capabilities. Midway had its fair share of amazing moments as well. Most people think of dive bombers when they hear Midway, but one thing I think of is a B-26 medium bomber buzzing the runway of the Akagi and this moment has also been capturing a couple of pieces of art mainly paintings one being named an omen the title explains itself considering a bomber buzz to the Akagi bomber and another painting is called a shot across the bow and another fun fact is Richard Best was also one of the very few people to have been credited with sinking two aircraft carriers in a single day. And it's an amazing th- feat that will hopefully not happen again. Hopefully. Because hopefully we don't go into a third world war like we nearly did many a time during this century. And to were a midway was a massive turning point in the Pacific theater due to the loss of four aircraft carriers. And with that turning point, came japanese desperation and the feared kamikaze and this is not the destroyer by the same name <laughs> anyways that wraps up this episode of a century at war next episode is going to be on the uss enterprise that being cv6 not cbn65 anyways have a good day For episodes, suggestions and questions on episodes, email me at century at war at gmail.com.